0: it's episode 86 on the mariners never sunny in seattle podcast i'm here with mikey no dustin he is on vacation but you're you're back with me again mikey he's when's in, dustin coming back
1: yeah he's in like costa rica um I he's doing Sunday. the
0: most right now which i'm happy for him but yeah i i, I saw on his uh ig story that he's like Supermaning this like insane looking zip line. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's on many boats.
1: I I told him I, I uh he didn't respond, but I said that's my crazy white man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like,
0: I will not entertain <laughs> guilt tripping DMs while I'm on vacation.
1: <laughs> I, I think he was saying. He entertained the idea of of recording from Costa Rica, but we won't allow it. That that shows his commitment.
0: He he deserves a break. Over under on um Dustin coming back with a solid tan.
1: Ooh. Um yeah, I think he's gonna come back with a pretty good farmer's tan. Ooh, you're going
0: with the yeah. farmer's tan, but he's in a tropical yeah. place. Shirt comes off.
1: I, I didn't see shirt come off. <laughs> I didn't.
0: No, no shirt off. Well, I mean, if he was Dylan Moore, you know, that shirt <laughs> would never be that, on.
1: <laughs> would
0: you say Dylan's the the yokest mariner?
1: I think he's like the most like Jim bro yoked, but it's Julio, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 the most like, I think like, Teoscar is is the most yeah. like kind of dad strength. And that's Tom a Murphy, good that's a
0: good clarification. I was totally talking yeah. about Jim Bro Yoke. Okay, then then I think him or Julio.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but but JK's JK's like, kind of up there slowly. Tom Murphy we, though, I bet he I bet he benches more than anyone. <laughs> the Murph dog. Well, got kicked out the game. Let us
0: let's, let's start with Dylan Moore. He's coming back soon. You know, we we've had our offense is not the most. Um, how would you describe our offense right now? It's definitely lackluster. It's it's a concern. Are are we are are we there? Are are we officially saying that that we're concerned about
1: our lineup? I I think I I just pulled up a query like a couple minutes ago, and I think the team WRC plus in the past month is about like one Oh six, which is like 10th or 11th, which I, you know, that's, that's, that's just the past month. And it's also, you know, how predictive is it? I don't know. Um, but I think, you know, uh, even middle of the pack offense or, back of the top 10 offense is like huge for a a starting rotation and, and bullpen that are both, you know, easily top five. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know how we want to kind of flow this, but I I think, I think we'll get, you know, more into that when we talk about the first mailbag question, but, Mm -hmm. um, You know, like Dylan Moore is already, he's already playing full games. I think he played at third and shortstop the other day. And like, I haven't updated, uh, you know, the sheet, but I think he was, well, I guess I didn't even put it, but he was three for nine um, with like a double. He's already kind of scorching the ball. So um, I, I imagine he'll be a welcome addition, you know? Uh, it's unfortunate that Colton Wong's not hitting because it it would be a really nice platoon. Um, But, you know, now the fit isn't as as clear. He can move around, though. Colton's not lasting, is he? It kind of seems like he's... Like, I don't know what the leash is like. You can only, you know, not hit at all for so long. Um, you know, I, I don't know what it is about his time in Seattle where he's struggling, but yeah, he he just doesn't look like he's gonna turn it around. I, I think he will with some team.
0: It's the curse of Dustin Ackley.
1: It's <laughs> the it's Dustin the it's,
0: it's probably more of the Robinson Cano curse, to be honest. But I don't know. We have these scrappy veterans come in: Adam Frazier, Colton Wong. For some reason, I don't know, it's uh, maybe the similarities are not that deep, but it's it's unfortunate that we have yet another sh- should have been a consistent, you know, above average, above league average veteran, leader of the clubhouse type of guy and just complete deer and headlights. I mean, the other game, you know, another 0 for 4 Colton Wong game and. You could just tell from his body language it's just like, "What the hell am I doing wrong? you know and it's it's pretty depressing as a strong Colton Wong fan, you know, especially knowing he's in the past been known for his defense, and that's not that that's not been that great either. um yeah, I don't know, I don't know. it, it might take a change of scenery, you know, this is definitely towards you know the end ish of his career, probably.
1: Yeah. yeah, I, I, uh, I, I mean, I've always been pro Colton Wong. I, I, I thought it was a pretty good move. He is coming off of a career year in terms of hitting, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I think he is not long for the Mariners.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think. For folks not like me and don't have um, personal attachment to Mr. Colton Wong, the silver lining in his struggles is um, there's been a lot of murmurs of it activating the, the front office and thinking about trades and adding another bat. Um, do you think that's pretty realistic by All-Star break? We have pieces to move. I know it's, I don't know, it's probably every fan base. We love talking about trades and adding more pieces. But but it's, you know, I, I put it in Discord yesterday. Like, I, I just don't think this current lineup takes us to the postseason. It, considering how well Texas is doing, you know, Houston's only mm-hmm. getting healthier. Altuve's back. He looks like Altuve for the most part. I think he just hit his first home run of the year last week
1: no yeah it's 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 getting kind of bleak man you know i think we're getting i think we're getting pulled into into the mailbags um so i think just you know real briefly before we get there um andres munoz is has uh appeared in a a triple a game was throwing i think sitting 98 99 through a lot of sliders um it's sad to be looking good. So he looks like he's going to join the club soon. Um, and just as a, a recap of the, the past, you know, the previous two series, uh, we ended last episode talking about, like, what do we need to do to avoid doom and gloom? Uh, I said, you know, just need to sweep the A's, take one from the pirates. So that's four and three. Uh, Dustin said they need to go five and two and day said uh yeah, tell them what Day need said, to <laughs> well you said they need to go six and one except the marco game which really means five and one i think well uh, i said but i said the the little game.
0: six and one and the, the loss will be the marco game which i i, I was right oh. about the six and one but marco actually shoved that game and it was our our good friend, Logan Gilbert, that struggled against Pittsburgh. But... No, Kirby. Oh, sorry, right. George Kirby. You're right. It was Kirby.
1: Oh, wait. Maybe I'm wrong. Did Kirby struggle against the Yankees or the Pirates? The Pirates. I'm tripping. Anyways, uh, just kind of a recap. Dave was right. I was wrong. Regardless, um, I don't know how people are feeling coming out of that series. And I know that, you know. This is, we're going to talk about this later in the rundown, but uh, uh, the Yankees series has not gotten off to a great start. So, um, I think just with the, the this conversation, it really flows into two questions. One of which is, um, uh asks, uh, at this point, is second base something you would be looking at for the deadline in a few months? Is Caballero a legitimate option for the rest of the year? And you know, just looking at what's out there, uh, is it worth upgrading to guys like Zach McKinstry and, and Jonathan India? Um, you know, uh, there are now rumors that with Ellie De La Cruz coming up, Jonathan India might be on the block. Um, and Which I think makes the other, no
0: sense to me, by the way. Like, uh, that they would trade him? It's just like... I, I just don't fully understand why, and this is not a Reds podcast, I apologize, but I don't understand why that would block India or India would block, sorry, any. I mean, they do place second. They love um, McLean. I guess they w- ideally would want McLean to play second because he's not a true shortstop, but I don't know, Ellie's been playing third. I, I don't know. If I was the Reds, I'd w- want to keep them all, you know, but who knows that's what
1: yeah i don't think it makes sense either they have they are very bad um (laughs) i mean it's just funny they've won 25 games like they're not far behind the pirates and actually like do they have a better record than the mariners no but it's Mm -hmm. close and and by the way i think anders uh jorstad tweeted this the other day shouts out to a former co-host but um the Mariners, you know, are, I think, for the first time in a while, uh, you know, or 500 or like a game over 500. Um, so, you know, despite the doom and gloom... Uh, you know it's
0: bad when Duras is the optimist. <laughs> <laughs> He's been pretty wow. positive lately. He's like, come on, guys. The, the
1: AOS is good. Um, <laughs> but... Um, I, I, so first there's that, um, yeah, I don't think it makes sense to, to that they would want to trade Jonathan India. I also don't particularly like him. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I'm wary. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna cost something. I'm wary about a lot of, different hitters, you know, uh they're fit in this ballpark. Um and you know, I think the Mariners actually have a lot of second base options. Um that is, you know, extremely arguable. Uh, but between Dylan Moore and, and Caballero, like I, I think they can patch something together. Colton Wong is probably I mean the projections say Colton Wong is an average hitting second baseman for the rest of the year, which is you know, for a left-handed hitter uh with a couple righties, that's pretty valuable. So I don't think I'm getting Abraham Torrell PTSD. Oh god.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. The Caballero hype is it's giving me flashbacks. Aren't they like the same age?
1: No. Well, I don't actually know how old Caballero's Caballero's... Not,
0: that's the thing with like Caballero India, like Yeah, we we assume that these guys are like early 20 breakout prospects but these guys these guys have been in the league for a while you know like uh, india played college baseball so he's you know a little older it seems like he's younger than he is because um he won rookie of the year just a couple years ago but yeah i don't know i just remember when we were told to be convinced that abraham toro was the answer and He's just now getting a shot with Milwaukee because guess who is not pulling their weight and have a has a fake injury now? Uh, Jesse Winker.
1: It, so, does he have an injury?
0: Well, apparently, but his injury is he's playing shitty. Bad? Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe it's real. Sorry. You know, whatever. But my point is I'm having deja vu
1: at I'm, this position. Yeah, I mean that l uh i i we talked about this but i I really thought it was injury like i I didn't think there was necessarily regression in the skills um but I think really to answer both questions like for me uh Caballero i think is a is a legitimate option um i was kind of wary at first, but he's just kind of continued to uh hit um i mean he has a 341 x woba right now which again um is not predictive but it is descriptive which means it explains you know what has happened when he's hit um and you know through however many plate appearances he's been an above average hitter so i don't think they need to to shop uh, at second base unless unless they want to get a colton wong uh uh replacement um i do kind of feel like you know they they could use something elsewhere because um i think you could use colton wong or or taylor Chamel's uh roster spots to you know, sit one of your outfielders more or cycle in a DH, whatever. Um, like Taylor Tremel's mm-hmm. got a 87 WRC plus. So TLDR. Um, I, I'm not really interested in India. I think their second base situation is good enough. And then, you know, to your question, I, I think, I think they should do something. Okay. Um, and when I think about what it is that they should do, I think... You know, one of the reasons Caballero has been a shot in the arm is because he's getting on base via base hits. Like, the Mariners' batting average ranks, I think, 26th in the league. Um Yikes. You know, they, they've, they've been bad at... Uh, We've always had... Overall. Our batting
0: average last year could not have been in the top 15 right
1: i think it was also bad and i think yeah that was part of the reason why it's like tay oscar was a a a welcome uh because they strand a lot of hitters because they walk a lot and hit a lot of home runs um so I, i think they need to acquire more guys like like ty france who who get on base uh you know they walk a fair amount or get hit in his case but they also hit a lot of singles or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, they need to, they need to, I think, raise the floor or the dead weight, the black holes.
0: Well, so, so the next mailback question from Zach, um, I kind of want to remix it a little bit. You know, his question is who reaches Seattle first, Brian Wu or Jonathan class A. Let me ask you this, Mikey, what's more likely to happen Either of those two seeing the main roster this year, or them being moved for a playoff push piece.
1: I think that they get moved. Um, I think you could kind of say that in I don't know if this even makes sense, but kind of in a vacuum. Like I, I think, I think Wu is like is close, like uh, really dominating. You know, down in and in, uh, he looks good. Yeah, like the the strikeouts are surprising for I I think a guy with his skill set, uh, striking out thirty four percent of of hitters and only walking seven percent. He has to be in the uh, top one hundred now, right? Um, I think that's what we were talking about the other day. Is like why why isn't he? And and you know my my response was. Um, You know, I think the fastball is really good, and like, it's just not a sexy package. It's like, it's like hyper athleticism, clean mechanics, smooth delivery. Uh, plus, you know, like a sixty grade fastball. Um, but the secondaries haven't been very good. They've been low average, average. Um. So. Yeah, I think I I think he could probably I mean the projections say that he could pitch an MLB right now and be an average starter, um or an average pitcher at least. I don't know about starter. Classe um, is not close, if you ask me. He's striking out thirty four percent of the time in Double A. That's not. It's pretty high. Yeah, I mean he's he's twenty one. It's it's he might be, you know, uh producing, but like even like his batting average is two thirty three you know there's there's more of a need for for hitting but like i think we're gonna see like Cade Marlowe come up before class a uh, i think Cade Marlowe's hurt right now but or like banged up at least um but I, regardless i would say it's Wu, and i think more likely than them reaching the the majors is that they get traded and i think meow mix pointed them out as as guys that might get moved. Um, I don't know the 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 farm system. It doesn't grade out very well, so I don't know that you want to, you know, clean clean out the the cupboard.
0: Guess whose birthday it is today,
1: Qian Wong. <laughs> Good guess, uh, Emerson Hancock. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's probably the most likely to get called up next.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny. I think. Brian Wu's uh, ascension into the the prospect rankings and and his performance lately kind of is over. It's definitely overshadowing uh, Emerson Hancock, which was the original kind of next person up. Probably, I I think people even thought, I think even we talked about on the pod a couple months back, uh, we all predicted him getting called up before even Bryce Miller. Um, where, Where are we at with Hancock?
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know, like, you know, like, who's, what role does he pitch in? What, what spot does he take? Um, it's pretty tough for me to kind of envision, because, um, yeah, like, he's, he is shoving, um, but he's also, he's walking a lot of guys, like, his, I don't know why, his walk percentage is 14%. Um, but regardless, it, it is, it is encouraging to me that the, the, the strikeouts and I imagine the whiffs have gone up. I think something's changed there. I wish I had access to, um, uh, the, the minor league data. I forget what that app is called, but, um, I, I think, you know, the, they, they can pretty easily argue like oh he needs to he needs some more seasoning he needs development blah 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 um so uh, maybe maybe the, the the pen
0: sorry i was just looking at jonathan sculpts numbers <laughs>
1: <Please>. <laughs> because he's
0: he's guarantee a mariner target that we're going to be told to get excited about i'm um, No, I won't. Hey, I wouldn't either, but tell me you don't think that is a classic Mariner deadline move. That's about to happen.
1: Yeah, it, it, oh God, it's so sickening. It really is. I, I, thankfully he's a righty second baseman. I feel like they wouldn't do that, but you never fucking know, dude. That is Got a bunch of sickos in the front office.
0: I think we're expecting, like, a Brian Reynolds splash type of player. I don't know. His stock just continues to go up. So I've kind of, like, lost hope on that.
1: But Well, he signed uh, the extension, too.
0: Yeah. It doesn't mean they can't move him, but sure. It definitely makes (laughs) I doubt.
1: I doubt they will.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. Like, a Baez, Scope, Scrappy Veteran... I don't know. Streaky guy. Oh, my God. This is going to be depressing. Where's the doom and gloom button? Should we go on to our next question by Durs himself? Mr. Positive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hit it. Uh, he says, I think this was talked about last year, so I want to run it back with the current group. How would you rank the members of the bullpen in terms of the confidence? Sorry, how, how confident you are in them throwing a clean inning. Clean inning. We've had a lot of these clean innings, except against the Yankees. Um, and how would Prelander and the mix if they were here? And so he's listed eight arms. We got brass, Seawald, got Salsado, Spear. How do you say it? Sparrier? Spire. Every time I see that name, I think about those terrible boat shoes that were popular
1: <laughs> years ago.
0: Sperry's. <laughs> oh, my God. Traumatizing. Yeah. I, I I had a pair because I tried to conform, Mikey, when I first moved to Seattle. Oh,
1: dude, I, I had a pair, too, in high school. Oh, my God. yeah, Multiple. I think I had two.
0: To be fair, I think Wiz Khalifa wore them a couple times in his peak. No, he yeah, wore that's, Toms. That's... He wore Toms. The, the Toms oh, with dude. the shoelaces, though.
1: It's all my sister's fault, man. She's just the one that, like, she's like, oh, this is what all the upperclassmen are wearing. And I was like, okay. So <laughs> I was wearing cargo shorts and fucking Sperry's, dude.
0: I hope you kept those shorts, though. Those are back. Um, Toppa. I don't know. Flexin. And Thin. Thin. Oh, my God. Ten.
1: Christ. <laughs> well this is why i need to stop watching games on mute (laughs) i don't know uh people this is very this is very divisive but aaron i can't with aaron goldsmith just refuses to say certain players and it's like which which players um name you know last names and first names sometimes correctly uh, his calls God just the other day Every fucking fly ball And I get You know the balls might be inconsistent or whatever But just every fly ball Was like swung on And belted And it doesn't make it to the warning track And that's a fly out and that's the end of the third inning Like I I need to watch more on mute too Or just listen on the radio um, There is
0: definitely a lot of False hype that goes on on the broadcast. <laughs> it's super distracting.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, Dave Sims does it sometimes too. But Dave Sims is old; like, he's about to retire. Uh Goldsmith is like. I blame TikTok, dude. I don't they're know. all
0: just like wanting to get ready to be like on that call, you know.
1: <laughs> I blame TikTok too. They're but all they're you, all
0: swinging for the haymakers, man.
1: You did. Spoil my list um, of—I'm sure people don't remember. Oof. I actually—I didn't—I didn't see Clean Inning, so that might change.
0: Oh my god, this wasn't Dur's list. This was like your actual list. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um, so you really think Brash is at the top? You you Um, are the captain of the Brash train, Mikey.
1: I mean, hey, you're the one that wrote about his first start. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I still think he,
0: you know, uh, one day in an alternate universe, we'll, we'll see Matt Brash the starting pitcher, but that's definitely not happening anytime soon.
1: So in terms of a clean inning, i'll I'll change my my rankings a little bit um, because Brash is a little more likely to issue a walk than the other guy. So actually, I'm gonna bump up Seawald, which warms my heart uh, to number one. I think I'll bump down brash to number two and then we'll go got. I think the surprise here is Taylor Sacedo and actually like he's kind of the guy that has inspired me to, I, I just pitched a, a, an article to BP to write up like, you know, the Mariners once again have, I think their bullpen ranks number one in DRA minus, which is deserved for an average, um, uh, with you know the, a group that they've really like pit like um pieced together like really got sacedo spire topa all uh acquired i think sacedo might have been like a early offseason or even late last year like dfa kind of guy but regardless guys that have been just acquired for nothing and then 10 who they developed is now uh just got sent down for do you remember who it was i guess i can look at the roster resource um oh for darren mccacken dude (laughs) um so saucedo um really like i think surprising I, i think his coming out game was kind of the uh i think against the pirates you shut down the pirates lineup um yeah, no, side. I
0: mean it was I think it was extra innings too. It was like in the 10s yeah. basically loaded, two outs. Uh I mean, that, was it a changeup he threw to Key Bryan? I think so. I heard he was hyped. Um oh yeah, I mean that was a huge moment for sure.
1: So like, I don't know. His numbers are starting to kind of uh, normalize and become more towards average, but um you know if we think Trevor Gott has been really good Saucedo you know albeit in like 12 innings uh, has been better in terms of like strikeout minus walk percentage and ERA and whip and whatever um, despite being a lefty like has really neutralized both lefties and righties so um, I think I would still go Gott over him um, but then I go, go Saucedo which I think is like um, I think a big claim over Gabe Spire, who's also been quite good. And I think the thing with Saucedo and Spire that they both do really well is like, guys just take their sinkers for strikes in the zone. Like they just can't, for whatever reason, can't swing at their sinkers. And I think both rank really, really high in terms of, or, or low, I should say, in terms of like zone swing percentage. Um, and then I just round out the list with like Topa, Flexin, and then, you know, insert Ten, McCacken, or whoever else here. Um, but, you know, I think Got Got has had a couple, I think, kind of stinky outings. But um, overall, like, I, I feel confident in most of these guys to to yeah. throw a, a, a relatively clean inning. Um, and I think it's kind of, I think it's brash Ewald as a tier and then got Sacedo Spire and then Topa as the next tier and then Flexen 10. I've, 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 uh, I've cooled off. I think on the, the flex and hype. I, I, I really like his cutter sweeper combo, but he just doesn't throw them enough. He, he throws his fastball too much still. Um,
0: where does where does Munoz rank in this as soon as he's back?
1: Hmm.
0: Probably. That's such a good question. Behind Seawald,
1: or he's interesting because I don't know if you remember. I wrote that article early this year where like he introduced a a a sinker and like a sinky sinker um, that you know, sinks more than his slider. Um, So I think he's got another weapon and I don't know what his overall line is going to look like in terms of how does that affect his, his batted ball quality and his strikeouts and whatever. But I think just if you're looking at projections, like he probably has to be number one or two. Um, so I think based on him, you know, coming back from injury, I'd probably put him number three above Gott and Will I feel pretty comfortable with that. Um, what are your rankings?
0: Like political view rankings of them.
1: <laughs> what do you mean political view?
0: Dude, these relievers around the league are or... why are they uh, all we... just trying to get like the hot mic right now? Just terrible takes. <laughs> Shut up and dribble. <laughs> oh dude. <laughs> 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 Seriously, please shut up and just... Let's go back to the sticky stuff or something. Oh, my God. Like, it is bad, dude. I'm like, all these guys that I really liked, like Blake Trident or whatever his name, Trident? Trident? Uh, oh, my God. Like, he's the last one. And
1: Oh, dude, yeah. A I lot of why... these,
0: like, I guess they're mostly Dodgers because it happened in LA, right? But Jesus
1: Christ. Dude, sh- shout out to Sean Doolittle because I think... um I think her name's Aaron, his, um, his partner, uh, mm-hmm. tweeted, you know, cause they're, they're, um, very religious and like, you know, shouted out some, some different, uh, organize, like, you know, uh, orgs that, that advocate for like LGBTQ and, and trans, um, populations And like, you know, uh, fucking nonprofits don't get me started once again, but um, at least the viewpoint is positive as opposed to, you know, Anthony Bass, who, you know, is complaining about his wife having to fucking clean up their kids' popcorn all over the ground on the airplane, so... Yeah, not political <laughs> rankings, but uh I'd watch a reality show of, of relievers though.
0: I'll say that. Cause I probably would too. They, yeah, they're they're the most neurotic, you know, they're in the bullpen all game. They, you know, they're probably playing like every third game if they're decent. Sometimes like barely yeah. at all. Yes.
1: But with Munoz uh and taking out McCacken, how would you how would you rank this the the, the eight relievers?
0: I mean I, I know who my top four are. Probably top five now because I've also become a Saucedo, Mr. Saucer believer. Um and it's always good to have like a strong, reliable lefty in, in the pen. Um, but, but just, I think wait, when it, I
1: just hear you start start off with Saucedo
0: no I'm just saying like it was a oh. I was a solid four that has become like a solid five for me mm.
1: and,
0: and I, mm. I I think you know we'll, we'll see we'll probably go back and forth like what the eighth and ninth look like between Munoz and Seawald but I, I really trust God man I know he's had some hiccups but I've quickly become someone who can see him being a reliable Six seventh inning guy, um, with, with with him and Salcedo and Brash like in that mid reliever mix, and just kind of shutting the door with Seawald and Munoz. I I really like that. The the other guys, eh, Tapa, uh, Mr. Sperry's boat shoes man, uh, KBO legend Flexin. You know, I, eh, maybe situationally. <laughs> But the top four, top five, I, I think is pretty untouchable. And and if we do make the postseason, uh, I feel pretty confident riding them. Our yeah. bullpen's always been the best part of this this roster. So,
1: dude, I kind of think this is. I mean, I I haven't looked at the numbers comparing. I I think this is probably the best iteration of a bullpen the Mariners have ever had because you know before it was like if Graveman goes down, if Seawald goes down, if someone goes down, um, you know, they're kind of in trouble. Like their, their, their depth goes away, but we've seen Munoz go down almost right away. And despite, you know, in spite of that, uh, have been the best bullpen, arguably in, in MLB. Um, so like that, you can have, uh, uh, Taylor Saucedo come into a game and the, you know, 10th inning or whatever and strike out the side um, that you can have Spire and Topuk, you know, come in uh, in high-ish leverage situations and get things done is, like, huge, Um, which is, it's pretty cool that um, the the Mariners don't have to use, like, Brash in, like, a multi-inning role because, like, they'll use him to come and get one batter out and then start the next inning with a different reliever and that speaks to the depth of their their bullpen so pretty cool um i think i think <laughs> let us know too in the in the podcast suggestions um uh channel on, on discord if we like you know starting out with the mailbag or finishing with it i think i think it's kind of weird when it's long like it was today but um we are we are open to, to suggestions and we will post a uh, a link to the um discord uh, when we post the show in like 30 minutes um i think you know we we kind of talked about this in the beginning but really came into the series against the Yankees with favorable pitching matchups like uh Bryce Miller against Domingo Herman. uh Logan Gilbert versus Nessar Cortez. And then now we get George Kirby versus Clark Schmidt tonight. I think we'll both be at the game tonight. Um, Bryce Miller had his first, you know, relatively rough game. It still wasn't, like, bad. It was just not, you know, uh, like, one of the hottest ever five start streaks or whatever it was for... Uh, you know, a rookie starting pitcher making his debut. Uh Logan Gilbert did look, you know, pretty mortal. Um I think seven unearned runs, five earned, if I remember correctly. And and George Kirby, you know, was was looked super hittable his last time out. And I, I don't I don't know like he said himself, I don't know why I would like I didn't locate a lot of those pitches terribly, they just kind of, you know, put them over the fence. Um, but yeah, I think just kind of a, a, you know, transitioning into a segment where it's like talking about the Mariners coming into after a pretty, you know, a two series where uh, definitely on the easier side, especially playing the A's, uh, coming into a rough a tough stretch of, of series against the Yankees, who you know they've already dropped two games to um, Texas, who are hot as hell, and then San Diego. Um, any thoughts about the the Yankee series thus far?
0: Ten out of ten. Segue, Mikey. There you go. Look at that.
1: Look, look at me. I'm. <laughs> I'm We're moving Dustin.
0: along, baby. <laughs> Dustin, enjoy your vacation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For you.
0: <laughs> no uh dude i mean i almost went to the game last night low-key i'm glad i didn't i'm not trying to sit through a a blowout like that the uh, uh i'm not too worried about the yankees back-to-back losses you know 10 runs we know that the arms for the mariners are our strength so you know I'm i'm willing to write it off as a fluke aaron judge Probably had extra oomph because, you know, he almost became a mariner supposedly, although I have my doubts on that. Um, but yeah, the, the, these low scoring games that we have, that's that's where I'm more concerned, you know. And we're we're coming up, uh, we're about to hit Texas, and if we can't score runs against Texas, we're not going to be Texas, you know, especially in Texas. And we, we've said this before, and, and which is why we knew we had to have good outings against Oakland and Pittsburgh with the two previous series. Like, this is going to be the real test. And I think, you know, we are one game above 500 now. And if we end up getting just smacked by the Rangers, I, I think the mood is going to be pretty bleak, especially with that lead they have. And as Houston, like we just mentioned, uh, continues to just get healthier.
1: Yeah, I think, so the Yankees have been one of the hottest lineups and obviously, like, this is accounting for the past two games, which, like, really shouldn't skew the results too much. Um, But even if their numbers on the year aren't, like, crazy, they have been one of the hottest lineups in the past month. Um, So I think, you know, I think it makes sense that that Bryce Miller and and Logan Gilbert struggled against them, and and I think part of it is probably, um, you know, Logan Gilbert is throwing the most diverse pitch mix he ever has, but um, they're both at the end of the day fastball guys, especially Bryce Miller. Um, I you know I think I think the the Yankees are inevit- or, or or ultimately um, adapted you know to them. So, you worried about Bryce. I'm not. Um, I mean, you know, I think, I don't know if it was before his debut start or, or after, but um, I think it's just going to look something like Logan Gilbert's uh, debut or, or rookie season where I don't know the difference between him or, or the two uh, rookie seasons thus far is that Logan Gilbert didn't have any feel for for his changeup or his curveball. His curveball is supposed to be a spec secondary coming up. And a slider sucked, if you ask me. Um Bryce Miller's grayed out well. Both both sliders grayed out well by, you know, stuff plus or just if you look at them. <laughs> um but he can he can get them in the zone at least. Um so you know, I, I don't know how sustainable it is, even with a plus-plus fastball to throw it 70%, 80% of the time. Um, and we are seeing a trend of him... He doesn't have the velo he had in his first one or two or maybe even three starts, um, which, you know, is going to make his fastball ride less. So you know i think i think this rookie season is really just to to get him those reps to to you know for him to learn on the on the fly and then you know use the, the off season to really adjust so i think we'll see when he comes back next off season i bet we'll see that he's reshaped at least you know one or two of his secondaries and and i bet we have uh, some more re- repeatability in his mechanics or, or his release points between pitches. I mean, his
0: slider is not that far, right? I mean, he's, it's looked good in, in, in moments, especially against Oakland. Um,
1: yeah, no, it's like, I mean, the results are like, they're pretty fine. I mean, I, I look at the numbers now and I'm like, uh, with the, the gyro slider, like, He's not getting many whiffs at all, but he's thrown it for a lot of strikes. And then the sweeper, uh, it's good and put into play a lot. But he's also getting like a lot of takes with it. Um and and the the balls in play, like he hasn't allowed any home runs with it thus far. I mean, he's only thrown fifty eight, but um like it could be, it could be way worse. Logan Gilbert couldn't locate anything, any of his secondaries his uh, his rookie season. Like his slider was like whatever. But well, tonight is
0: Kirby versus Clark Schmidt, who, you know, similarly young pitcher, not living up to the hype. I think was in mostly in the pen last year for the Yankees. And they're they're kind of letting him get stretched out as as they're you know. Future foundational starting pitcher, potential ace. But it's not been that great this year. And we really need this win, I think, heading into the four-game series against Texas. Is it four against Rangers or is it three?
1: I think it's four. Uh, It's three. Oh, it's um, three. We have Thursday. Yeah, we have tomorrow off. Oh, and then right, right, right. Monday and off. It, I don't and know, it's just a couple against
0: San Diego after that.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure, um, but against Texas we get um, we get Nathan Ivaldi, uh, John Gray, and and uh, and Andrew Heaney. So it probably would be cool they're to miss Evaldi, but we we do get him.
0: So we're missing Ivaldi. You sure?
1: No, we're getting him. We're getting. Oh, him, we, are. Uh, we are. Game three. Yeah. Game yeah. three.
0: Oh, right. The, the next Bryce Miller game. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Marco. Oh, my God. But that's pretty favorable as far as, um, you know, a three-game set goes. Um, sure. Dane yeah. Dunning's been really good. I wouldn't mind seeing Martin Perez either. I, I just, again. I, Here we I go. Here
0: we go, Mikey. Tell, tell him why I Texas just, is fate,
1: <laughs> Dude, I just. They're. I think their hitting is not quite this good, and I think that their pitching is definitely not this good. I mean, they rank second in ERA. They, they're ranking in the top five in a lot of categories for pitching. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna sustain. I think that's fair. But
0: Corey Seager you know, does mash lefties though. And uh... I mean.
1: They're seven games ahead, or seven and a half games ahead of us already. So if they build up enough of a lead, like, you know, that's going to be hard to come back from.
0: And but I think it's... that's my only point with like, obviously the roster looks somewhat similar to last year. Some would argue it should be even better, but it's not that I don't think our roster in itself, our lineup specifically is good enough to be a playoff team, but it's just where we're at. You know, we're only getting farther behind Texas. It's a long season, but the all-star break is about a month away. And, you know, obviously just using logic, the farther back you get, the better team you have to be to to make, make up that ground. And it'd be different if uh, Texas and Houston were reversed in, in where they sit right now. Um, I'd way rather chase Texas than Houston. Um but yeah, it's 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 these two teams in front. I mean, we're not even third; we're fourth, right? Yeah, yeah. Not really scared of yeah. Anaheim though. But sorry, not Anaheim. Oh my god,
1: what era am I? <laughs> the Angels, Angels of Anaheim. Exactly. Um, man. By the way, we have Marco going against the the Rangers, who are you know, who have been one of the best lineups in MLB. So, yeah. Well, so I mean, we
0: did our predictions for the the weaker part of the stretch, you know Oakland and then you know a hot Pittsburgh team. I, I think we shouldn't overlook that. We had a good showing. We scored a good amount of runs. Uh, Castile looked great in that game. What do you what do you think will happen um you know with the Texas three game stretch and then heading into San Diego?
1: so we're ignoring the yankees uh game tonight
0: i think we're just praying that we don't get sweat you know we have we have kirby hoping to yeah. bounce back you know like we said this is probably their worst arm in their rotation that yeah they're you know
1: out. i think it, it probably makes more sense anyways because it's a it's a road trip so okay another five game set
0: uh I don't know if you want to include the Angels in this the the three games in LA right after San Diego and then then we find back home.
1: Yeah, why don't we? Um Dustin Dustin uh isn't here. So I'm going to I'll be Dustin actually. Uh okay. so let's see 5 7 <laughs> Math is hard. 8 games. Um and I imagine the question is to avoid doom and gloom. Like, what what do we need to do? I think I think you just have to go 500 through this. And then you get the Marlins and the White Sox. And then the Yankees do come into town and the Orioles, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I again, I, I think I'm just going to go, like, four and four. I think... I don't know. Let's say you... You take one from the Rangers, you take one from the Padres, and then two from the Angels. Um. That's yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty decent. I think that's, that's a dub for me. Are we worried about Grant Anderson? Um, I can't be worried about Grant Anderson because I don't know who that is. <laughs> he just
0: had a um a debut for Texas, I think, in relief. Fan his first seven
1: hitters. <laughs> Wait, Apparently,
0: already being talked about a potential closer because I mean the competition's not that great there.
1: Dude, his strikeout percentage is seventy eight percent,
0: which is what I'm asking. Are you worried? He had that epic photo. Do you, do you remember that photo of that reliever in Texas getting like dumped by water? It's like super HD. It looks like it was made by uh, uh, Chat GPT or whatever. <laughs> no, no, you missed no. that pick. It's pretty yeah. epic, but yeah, huh.
1: as, uh, okay, apparently that's it watch. was
0: his debut and it went insanely well.
1: But wasn't it against I Detroit? That... Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, oh. and as a as an aside, you know Soto Juan Soto has been on fire, uh, and Tatis is back and has also been very good. So, um, well,
0: Detroit just won today. I think they just beat Texas three to two, so we love that. Shouts out, we love that future Mariner Javi Baez.
1: <laughs> Wait, so what's your what's your prediction for that eight eight game set?
0: Um, man, should I be a masochist and just protect uh, predict that we just get fucking annihilated so we make that big trade? I, I think we're a couple of shitty series away from uh, a trade. That's what I would say. I I think we're close. I, I think we had such a magical postseason run last year that ended in such heartbreak. We have the All-Star game coming up at this point. I mean, what? Coolio by default and a bunch of arms? Like, I don't know. It's, it's a big year for Seattle baseball. And I, I don't think, again, there's a lot of things that go into decisions that are way above my pay grade or knowledge, but... Um, I'm really worried about this Rangers series because I rag on you all the time, Mikey, for like not taking them seriously, but you're not in the minority in that, I think. And a rough showing for the Mariners against the Rangers um, is is not going to be good. Like I, it's, it's Mariners, Twitter's, Mariners Twitter already can get a little doom and gloom and Texas just has not been serious as Logan Roy would say to his kids. They're just not serious people and they're playing serious baseball. And so long-winded way to say my prediction is I think your 50-50 is is pretty accurate. I I think we'd probably be happy doing that. But if we can somehow steal the series uh, two games out of three, uh, I think we should feel pretty good about this team, but I, I, I'm just having my doubts. I just don't Not think we that can it's... score enough runs against this Rangers team.
1: Yeah. Well, this is baseball, so we're going to sweep them and then win a game against the Padres and then lose out to the Angels. <laughs> it's, just, it's just what's going to happen.
0: Are we getting a Otani bump game?
1: Otani might... cocaine game?
0: <laughs> Sugar burger <laughs> game. No, uh yeah, are we are we getting to see him pitch? I guess it's in LA, so it doesn't matter.
1: Uh yeah, it doesn't matter, I guess. Dude You know he's was,
0: the hottest trade candidate. All like, right, like trade prospect on like every list, right?
1: Now. Oh dude, I forgot about that because he's they wouldn't I mean I you shouldn't do it in, in well why division. not? You they know would, he's not coming back. It would be like the the Robbie Ray signing, where you, you pay. Oh, you're huge saying the Mariners shouldn't do it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I see, I see. Sure. Hmm. Interesting. But, but speaking what?
1: of Otani, sign I, and, trade, I, sign and trade. I've been climbing the past couple days, and I think I need Tommy John, dude. My, my, are you a boulder now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's not something I like to talk about just because people who are insufferable.
0: Jack, Mary Bond's forearms.
1: I'm I'm working on it.
0: Okay, are you like speed climbing or what y- the fuck is that, dude? I lived in Kazakhstan for a year and I went to this like rock what? gym by accident. Yeah, we, yeah. Um. <laughs> by the way, surprise, surprise, they do not like the movie board. Bull- <laughs> um, and I was watching them like train for like speed climbing Olympics and. Jesus, dude, like, the person that was, like, practicing would, like, climb up this, like, 50-foot rock wall just like Spider-Man. But apparently that's not, that's, like, a type of climbing. That's not, like, normal climbing. I don't know. Anyway, the real question is, Mikey, are you at the stage where you have the chalks
1: fanny pack? I actually am a sicko and I don't use chalk. Damn! Uh, no batting gloves. Yeah, do I, I guess. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Are I'm you the, the Vlad Guerrero Brad of Miller. climbing? Well, I went with Brad Miller, and you. Went oh, Vlad, Vlad. I gave you a little more credit. <laughs> I like that a lot more. Yeah, I'm the the climbing, uh, Vladdy senior. Um. What about pine? What if just... you start using pine tar? That'd be pretty badass <laughs>
0: I don't think it would uh, I think you'd ruin the rocks though. Right yeah, up.
1: it would help me, it would help me climb. I also might rip some skin off. I oh, I fair, fair. Dude, I'm I've finally reached, I think, the age where like I have to really intentionally not push through like when my body doesn't feel quite right, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh there was one where I was like doing the splits and my hips just kind of like I thought I tore something in my, both sides and I dude, the like, hips couldn't... and the groin you gotta watch out. Oh dude. Yeah I gotta stretch more and shit, but I don't know. I've been I've been doing it for months. I think I'm kind of a beast now. For uh,
0: months? Oh you're really doing it.
1: Yeah it's dude a I'll, great I'll, like I said it, it's great. Uh <laughs> I don't I don't need to talk too much about my workout regimen, but uh dude the people <laughs> the people who Who climb are just, it's not it. It's Mm. not the, I don't want to hear people talk about it. (laughs) It's just like, it becomes their personality and it's, it's not mine. I just like to do it with my friends and also get absolutely fucking yoked.
0: It's good for the traps, man. You're going to come in looking like Dustin Toya soon.
1: Yeah. I feel like I have like Gene Segura like build (laughs) future mariner gene segura please please i don't think he's had a home run yet this season anyways that's enough about my my climbing are you eating granola i'm not a granola guy
0: are you climbing in birkenstocks (laughs) do people do that most likely
1: mariner to I miss that. Most likely Mariner 2. Climb in the off-season. Oh,
0: God, dude. Dylan Moore. Let's move on.
1: Yeah, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was 86 episodes, uh, or 85, or 86, I guess, until I talked about climbing. Let's make it 86 more. Um, we're no, we'll do it like to... a
0: live pod on the 100th episode at your climbing gym
1: (laughs) yeah let us know what 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 we should do for for episode 100 we'll have to make it special but uh dustin will be here for the next one when we record next should be sunday or or monday um apologies for uh we had some scheduling mishaps the past two days i think
0: yeah Um, mostly my fault but day's fault you know, of course, we chose to record on a day Shohei Otani hits two home runs, so I can continue to tell Mikey it's not a terrible idea to think about uh, acquiring him by the break. But the dude's been mashing; it's
1: a terrible idea. It's against Lance Lynn, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, you want you want to take us out? Oh, I guess I didn't say uh, it's too late now. You can support the page uh, the podcast on Patreon by going to Patreon.com/slash. Never sunny in Seattle. I just wanted to say that. We're poor.
0: We love they just got a new pa- job. Patreon support. I got a new contract. More of that to come. But you can find me on Twitter at Dasik Jr. And find Mikey on Twitter at underscore Kuya Mikey. You can find Dustin too at uh, uh, Costa Rica. What's his handle?
1: I think Costa Rica boy uh, 111.
0: Du- at Dustin J. Ryan. He also has like five like burner accounts too. So
1: Dustin's colonizing Costa Rica right now.
0: <laughs> we missed Dustin. Okay, uh <laughs> yeah, we we will be back sooner the, than later, not like last time. Uh, we'll we'll try again for Sunday. Um I definitely want to chat um during the Texas series just to temperature check where we're at. So we will yeah. talk to y'all soon. Don't forget to review us as well on podcasts and let Gouda Shark know we missed him. <laughs> Until next time, doom and glooms.